0: Hello and welcome to the 505 Rock and Metal Podcast. I am your host, Eric, and this is episode 39, In This Moment. Alright, that was Ninja Ability with their song, The Cage. Now, In This Moment's a band that I have been into for a very long time, basically right from the beginning um, of the band's inception back in 2007. So I had a buddy call me up. He said, I just heard this band called In This Moment with a female singer, and her screams are unbelievable, and she's got a great singing voice as well, and and you got to go check this out. So I, I remember just upon his recommendation, I went to the store, and I just bought the very first album. It was called Beautiful Tragedy and it was probably in spring 2007 and i absolutely fell in love with it and um <clears throat> that summer i was able to see them for the first time at ozfest 2007 and then again i and i saw them again the very next month uh right after ozfest um as they were touring small local clubs uh in providence rhode island i saw them with megadeth now anybody who knows me knows i am 100% not a fan of megadeth at all um, so we go see in this moment, open for Megadeth, and you know, and in this moment, set's done. They say, you know, come meet us at our merch booth because that's how they were. They were an extremely small band; they would be running their own merch booth. You'd get to meet them and all this stuff. So we went after their set to their merch booth. They never show up. We sit through the entirety of the set, an hour and a half of Megadeth, just painful set just to, to get through when you're not a fan of a band. It was. Awful. <clears throat> so we get through Megadeth, me and my girlfriend at the time. And uh then we go to the In This Moment booth to hopefully try to meet them at that point. They still don't show up, but there's a girl there um cleaning up, picking up all their stuff, who we later find out was their tour manager, and she says to us, you know, hey, you guys, you know, waiting to see in this moment, you guys waiting to meet these guys. So it was me and my girlfriend at the time, a guy and his kid, a little kid, four people standing there wanting to meet in this moment. So, um, she takes us into a side alley of the club where the tour bus is. She goes and gets the band out of the tour bus and Maria Brink and the rest of the guys come out of the tour bus and meet us. And we got to meet in this moment way back in 2007 when they were first starting out. Uh, and they were very gracious, very generous. Um, and you know, it didn't even stop there. I I got to see them five times in the first two years of their touring. And oftentimes you would see the band. I mean, I remember my girlfriend at the time seeing Maria Brink in the bathroom, like they were just in the bathroom together. And these guys would be, you know, sitting at their own merch merch booth, selling their stuff. And it was a great time to get to know the band and a great time to see the band because it was small venues, it was great music and it was really intimate and it was great so um so now i have seen in this moment all these years later a total of 10 times and if you've been a fan throughout you knew you know like the first few albums it was really raw it was metal it was all about the music now it's kind of more about the stage show and the production of it and it's big shows now um so yeah i've been a fan this entire time and um they've got Eight studio albums now to talk about. I'm going to try to rank the top five. Uh, And here we go. My top five favorite in this moment albums. Number five my order of uh, albums from in this moment is going to be 100% different than anybody who's a current fan, not a current fan, but like a more relatively newer fan. Like if you only got into this band during like blood and sick, like me and whore and all those songs, if you got into them then through now, then this order is going to be completely foreign to you. So uh, for number five, I went with their second album, called the dream it was from 2008 and the first album was so brutally heavy this one was a complete change of direction if you're familiar with it now it opens up with it with an intro called the rabbit hole and it goes into the first single which was the song forever and immediately it's a very good song but immediately you you realize this this band has really changed their ways from the first album um fantastic songs but it really shows off maria's voice songs like lost at sea her kiss um the two best songs to me on the album are the great divide which still remains to be one of the heaviest in this moment songs out there and violet skies so those two songs uh combined with the rest of the really mellow stuff on the album make this um i mean it's not one of their best but it, it is to me it is good enough to get into the top five. And, um, and again, like if you're not familiar with the older stuff, then you're not even really going to know what the heck I'm talking about here with, with the album, the dream. But this, this album was my favorite really touring set for in this moment, because I got to see them so many times and they were so intimate. The venues were still small and they could go back and forth between the heavy stuff from the first album and the, the lighter stuff from the dream. Uh, and it was really, really cool. And then they re-released The Dream with a bonus song, a couple bonus songs. But one of the bonus songs was called Dying Star. And if anyone really knows in this moment, that was the original name of the band. Before 2007, when the band was being formed, um, it was called The Dying Star. So that's kind of just like a neat little uh, neat little tidbit there. But yeah, for this, for this order, just know... That bias is going to be in full force, and objectivity is getting thrown out the window. So this this is going to be a crazy order for people who aren't familiar with the super old stuff. Number four. Now, number four is going to be an album for everyone out there that everyone's going to know. And it was their highest Billboard charted album at number eight, and that's Black Widow. Um, So this was their fifth album. was from 2014 sick like me was the first single and it was massive like i said it went all the way up to number eight on the billboard charts and it was their highest charted album ever um now this was you know this this was definitely a heavy ish album uh it followed blood it was kind of the same feel as blood um I feel like a lot of the albums show off uh, Maria's voice, including the song, the fighter. Now that's one of the best ballad songs Maria has ever written really. And even when you look at this album, just look at the album cover. Like you've got Maria on the front with this big, long dress and this flowing Cape and the hat, and she's all dolled up And the back shows all the, uh, the band members are now in face paint and stuff. And it's really, they've really turned a corner from what they used to be with um with black widow but like i said black Widow's kind of an extension of blood these two albums are, are pretty similar um but yeah the fighter really shows off her voice it's got a couple bonus tracks at the end rib cage is really good it's how it all ends if you've got you know the, the album with the bonus track but other great songs on here of course are songs like dirty pretty and big bad wolf sex metal barbie's really kind of weird but it's good and blood uh, bloody creature poster girl and uh, bones and, and it's just a really really cool diverse album and i wasn't even sure really if black widow for me was going to make my top five because it wasn't really i didn't think one of my favorites but but then over the last several weeks as i'm listening to every single in this moment album i really i really realized you know black widow is very good and um you know to me not their best but it is very good and it was a good follow-up to blood kind of like blood part two in my opinion um but like i like i said i feel like it really really shows off how powerful maria's voice is uh with giant ballads along with the really heavy screaming type music as well mixed in so that's where i went black widow at number four number three now number three i've got another in this moment album that maybe everyone is not super familiar with and it's called a star-crossed wasteland it was their third album from 2010 Um, it was a super heavy follow-up to the dream the dream is their lightest album Starcross wasteland might be their heaviest album it has massive heavy singles like the gun show and blazin iron army like these songs are massive and heavy if you have the album the physical album it comes with a bonus dvd with some live unplugged performances and some uh you know in the studio with making of the making the album making of different music videos it's it's cool double disc so um and like i said it opens with the gun show into the song just drive which is another great song um and then you have the song track three is called the promise and she used and now maria has used um like a guest male vocalist in many songs throughout the entirety of the, of the career of this band but the promise has a song is a song um with a singer named adrian patrick of, uh, of a band called otherwise i'm not familiar familiar with but a fact is a fun fact here was the uh, the originally it was supposed to be ivan moody on this song of five finger death punch but um i guess something probably happened with record labels and maybe uh, contractually maybe he wasn't able to be on this album or deal with century media record label or whatever so whatever happened ivan moody was not on the album it was uh, this other guy, Adrian Patrick from Otherwise. But either way, it was a pretty good song. Um, but the whole album, front to back, is awesome. Uh, World in Flames is great. At the end, you've got a Star Crossed Wasteland, uh, the title track, an unplugged version. And again, it, it shows off Maria's versatility with her giant screaming songs, lots of heavy songs, and uh, a few really good ballads as well to show off. Um, to show off her range and her voice so um, if you're a more recent fan of in this moment and you're not super familiar with some old stuff a star-crossed wasteland is really really good and uh, really heavy if you're if, <clears throat> if you're a fan of the heavier stuff that this band has done number two now a number two I've got the album that really skyrocketed this band's career and that's blood it's their fourth album from 2012 uh, it was their first and only album to go gold. So, here in the United States, that means that this album sold over 500,000 copies, which is really impressive, especially with the three albums prior to this one, where they came from with those three albums. And then for this one to go gold, you know, just massive for these guys huge album um you know it opens with an intro into the into of course the song blood which is a great song yeah i mean this is just loaded with great songs blood adrenalize and whore all in a row to start your album is just uh, pretty ridiculous actually and the way the and, you know it's very very heavy throughout and then the way it finishes with the blood legion and 1111 I love those two tracks it's a little bit on the softer side but it's fantastic. And Maria is, fantastic throughout the whole thing. And the music is super heavy. And, um, you know, when, when they did this album, I was stunned at how good it was. And maybe objectively most people's favorite, or maybe just a lot of people's favorite album from this band would be blood. Um, I've seen them several times after the release of this album, and they play a lot from it, especially blood, adrenaline, and whore, especially those three. Um, performances if you've seen them lately have just become more and more theatrical and more about the stage performance and the presence and the visuals of it and um a little bit less about the actual music and i'm not saying blood was that blood was not that but uh, i'm saying within the last maybe 5 6 years it's become that and this i feel like was the start of it this was really the start of the theatrical performances of the band and what they were on stage before this the first three albums it was very stripped down musicians, Maria would come out in one of those little dresses she used to come out with and it was just metal and then with this the music didn't change a ton, but the stage presence and the feel of the band really changed and carries through all the way to today of what the band is. But uh, this was massive for them and you just can't deny it. It's that good. And and that's why I got it up at number two, number one. So my favorite album by in this moment um, is their debut. It's their first album called beautiful tragedy. And back then this band was just pure metal. And, you know, Again, they open up with an intro, which they've done a lot, uh, called Whispers of October, and it goes into the song Prayers. And right from there, you've got Prayers, Beautiful Tragedy, Ashes, Daddy's Fallen Angel. I mean, oh my God, those four songs in a row, absolutely ridiculous. Um, Certainly the best four-song stretch in the history of this band and then but you also have some big time ballads again that shows off maria's range and her voice like the way the album closes with when the storm subsides a fantastic song with just her and an acoustic guitar it's awesome if you're not familiar with it and if you want to see how the band changes i mean just look at the actual physical copy of the album you turn the uh this the disc or the the vinyl over and you've got a picture of Maria Brink standing there basically in like a vest and a pair of jeans. I mean, that is much different than the way you would see Maria now on any album cover where, I mean, just look at the most recent albums, like, you know, so I'll talk about the most recent albums for a second. So yeah, in this moment, beautiful tragedy the way the album the way the career starts absolutely my favorite and i really miss those days of seeing this band just absolutely rock out on stage as just a, a rock band and you know like i said now it's more about the stage show but i, I kind of miss those days of in this moment but so as you notice now the three albums that i leave off are the three most recent albums um so i left off ritual which came out in 2017 um You know it was good a lot of good songs on there like roots and no me importa and half god half devil twin flames a lot of good songs um but it was just you know maria i guess went to salem massachusetts and got some inspiration and that's how she wrote this album with the inspiration of that visit and um you know it's a good solid album but they they did a cover of in the air tonight you know it's a massive song everybody knows it and um So to me that detracted from the album a little bit, but it's a cool album with a cool vibe and, you know, Ritual's pretty good with some really, really good songs on it. Um, And then they followed that up with the song Mother, uh, sorry, the album Mother that came out in 2020, which was really good. And I I liked Mother a lot, um, but I have a couple of complaints about Mother. First of all, there was three cover songs on Mother, one of which they opened the album with. They opened the album with Fly Like an Eagle, um, which is, I've never heard of a band, a metal band opening one of their albums with a cover song. And even though they did a good job with it, it's still a little bit weird to me. And then a couple of songs later, you know, the in between is a great song and, and mother as above, so below and God is she, and they got a lot of really, really good songs on this album. But then they have, then they cover the song, we will rock you, you know, right in the middle. And that's just such a popular song too that everyone knows. And listen, they did a great job with it. They brought in Maria Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, and Taylor Momsen from the pretty reckless. Those three women did it together and they did a great job. But to me, we will rock you. That would have been a better off, like as a one's like just like a one-off single or like a bonus track or something, but to put it right in the middle of your album and to have two out of like two out of the first four songs are cover songs to me that detracts from the album. And then towards the end of the, uh, album there's another cover by mazzy star and i'll be honest with you i have no idea who mazzy star is and i didn't know it was a cover until i read it later so uh i mean it sounds good but you know again like three covers on an album i couldn't possibly get that into their top five even though i do like mother a lot and a lot of the songs on there are very very good and then they have an album from 2023 that they just came out with a few months ago called God Mode. And uh, this is actually really good too. Um, But again, they've got a cover on there called Army of Me, which is a cover by Bjork, uh, a song by Bjork. Um, But The Purge is a really good song, a very, very cool music video for The Purge. Uh, Sanctify Me and Damaged are probably my two favorite songs on the album sanctify me is probably the heaviest song on the album and then damaged she does with uh, spencer who's the singer from ice nine kills um and that's a really good song as well i like that as well um so there's nothing bad on god mode at all but um it's just it's just to me a, a decent in this moment album and it's cool in the in the whole catalog of things but that's why for me i didn't put the three most recent in this moment albums on there, even though, uh, they're all good. And I listen to all of them. Um, I just prefer the older stuff. That's why I've got the first five in my top five and the most recent three not. Um, so that's it for in this moment. Um, a band, like I said, that I've listened to now, uh, since 2007, since the very beginning. And I've had a chance to meet this band, had a chance to meet Maria Brink and, uh, and everybody, and they've signed a couple of my albums and, um, And I, you know, I love these guys. So, so that's it for the, in this moment, next, um, we're already into 2024 and it's a little bit overdue. So my next uh, episode, episode 40 will be on the best albums from 2023. Thanks. And I'll see you then.